This episode of the Stickers and Scuffs podcast has been presented by the Helloa Financial Group. Paul Helloa and his team can help you out with your insurance and investment needs. Or if you are a company that is looking for a benefits package, Paul Helloa can help you out. Check out all of their services that they provide at helloafinancial.com. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Stickers and Scuffs podcast. Cam K, Graydon Bunn, and we are on crossover episode, I think, number three with our podcasts, um, racing podcasts. Um, You can't actually see these guys on here because we had a little bit of technical difficulties, but the boys from the wide world of motorsports are here. James Jordan and Michael Wallace are here. Boys, thank you so much for joining us here tonight. Thank you very much, boys. It's good to be on the show finally. It's uh, it's been a, a long time that we've uh, seen you guys around, and it's good to be here. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, thanks for having us. Uh, much appreciated. Uh, spread the love of of the podcasts, and uh, you know we'll definitely be returning the favor at some point. I love that, man. I love the spread the love, man. We're just like the hippies out here. Yeah, exactly. that's, totally yeah. that's right. right, brother. Um, you know, we, we, we've been lucky enough to have some motorsports podcasts. Uh, the winging it boys on here, winging it <laughs> wingnut sports with driver and deep. There you go. They could be winging it too. With the- <laughs> there you go. That sounds like a, that sounds like a Pinty's, uh, Pinty's, uh, podcast there. We're winging it, but, uh, nice. I'm I curious. Like Curious what you how you guys kind of came together. I'm going to ask you, James, how the Wide World of Motorsports uh, began. The Wide World of Motorsports uh, all began when we were able to cover our first race in the summer of 2015 at CTMP at the the uh, Chevy Silverado weekend, and that was our first time to be able to um, get a get a real taste of. Uh, being able to bring the news from the track to the community. And for a few years there, we were just kind of on the FM. It was an FM only show on 102.7 CKMS Radio Waterloo. And throughout the years, we we're able to kind of just pick up a little bit of a following, get some stuff under our belt, uh, cover some races. And eventually, just right before the pandemic in 2019, we decided to kind of spread out into the podcast world. And I was also looking for some other race fans to bring a a perspective from the race fan angle and uh, also share the love for racing. And that's when, uh, you know, Wallace was, uh, he was obviously on board for that. And and we've had Wallace on the show for a couple of years now, Uh, even though we, uh, what's, what's interesting though is we actually had not, uh, physically met yet uh, <laughs> no yeah. no which That's... is funny and and i've met cam before i've met you so um <laughs> and i've known yeah. you way longer i would say that i didn't even know cam and i met cam um so it's how it's been i know there with the with, you know there's a bit yeah. of a distance between you and i uh, physically but in the motorsports, we're close with the brother. The Emotionally, we're just right there. Uh, so that's what we, we, we bring that spin to on the show. Uh, but hopefully, yeah, hopefully when 
you know, with the second round, Wallace wasn't able to to meet up. So uh, hopefully, with the the Canada Day weekend for IMSA, we're hopefully yeah. able to uh, get some IMSA under our belt, some sports car racing out there, and bring under your out. belt. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You've been to some IMSA races, but the the heart of the wide world of motorsports was always. Uh, to bring the news from the track to the community. It, it started on a community radio station and uh, we're still on a couple of community radio stations. So uh, that, that's always been our goal. You know, we're just, we're focused on bringing what happens to the track, to, to people, um, to the masses, to be able to bring something that's clear and uh, have the facts you know, with all, and especially uh, throughout the last few years, especially with all the misinformation and whatnot, and we're able to, um, we're able to, you know, have some pride in just bringing, uh, you know, no fake news to people. Uh, you know, you see a lot of it out there, and that was uh, that was another inspiration to me too. Is I would see people post up stuff, and it would, it would be so false, and it's like, or maybe they wouldn't be right on it, and and you you kind of help them out and correct them. And, you know, that's what it's all about is, is uh, sh- sharing it for, for the, you know, the next generations to bring, to continue racing on forever. Um, and that, that's, that's the, that's the wide world of motorsports. That's, well, I, that's what I we're talking like, about. I feel right? like we need to applause. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Canada is uh, like obviously not the the hotbed that uh, especially the the southeastern United States is in particular. But uh, mm-hmm. the rabid race fan, like like the four of us right here, I mean, we aren't as represented per capita maybe as uh, as American citizens. But I mean, like you say, with with the the options available in terms of podcasting and, and with the FM radio and race time radio on satellite radio, there's, there's all kinds of, of options for Canadian race fans who pound for pound and, and person for person will go toe to toe with any American race fan. Sorry, right. not sorry. We're, we're every yeah. bit as, as rabid as a race fan as Americans though. Right guys. For sure. hundred yeah. percent. Um, and you know, you kind of see that at the racetrack too. Yeah. You really get a vibe of that yep. walking around and, uh, being around the crowd and, and, you know, we're proud of our local racing. Yeah. And especially. And it's really cool when we would see drivers come down from our, our neighbors down South, come up and they'll even say, Hey, you know, this is, they take it serious up here. And not only that, we kind of bring them, we kind of welcome them in and go, Hey, you know, what this welcome to our yard kind of deal. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like this isn't F and T ball up here. I mean, it's every bit as, <laughs> as, as American racing. It's just maybe not as, as, as saturated, if you will, in, in the great white North. And, and it's, we only have probably 10 weeks of, of racing season to, to get our, our right. year of asphalt yeah. and, and dirt thrills in. And then it goes to the snowmobile guys. Well, I always, albeit that's awesome too. Right. Sure. Yeah. I always get with, uh, people always ask me, you know, 
about hockey or whatnot, where I'm from being a little bit, I'm more North than all of you guys. And, um, uh, so it's pretty, hockey's pretty big up here, but it's always, no, I just racing. Well, what kind of racing? Uh, and for me, it's everything. It's NASCAR, it's IndyCar, it's Formula One, it's endurance racing, GT, it's everything. So, but nice. it's, yeah, it's just racing. We have the same, we have the same mentality, I think, because I think we're both, you know, I, I, I think guilty in, in a sense, I think I, I, for myself, uh, I was guilty of not, following canadian motorsports at really at all except for maybe the nascar penny series and for you know, sure. through the apc series the super stock series the weekly racing that you catch at delaware speedway like there's i look forward to it more than i look forward to cup racing than ever before and i don't know if it's and maybe you guys yeah. can speak on this sorry you, not sorry yeah sorry exactly i don't right? know if yeah. it's I don't know if you guys feel the same thing where it's like when you step in that garage, you don't get that experience and you don't get that kind of, I don't feel you get the camaraderie that you would do in the United States. Cause it is so big down there. NASCAR is so big. IndyCar is so big and they're very, I feel like protected and you can't really, it's not as accessible. Like whereas, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So the only, the only series that I would say is, as accessible as what I experienced at sunset is, is IMSA uh, and I've experienced that at CTMP and their paddock is, it, it's the same. You can walk up, obviously they, they have um, their, you know, their seatbelt things up so you can't go in and you can't bug the mechanics, but there's been numerous times I, I've just offhand of a driver Oz Negri's very talented uh, prototype driver from Brazil he was sitting there and I took a couple pictures and I said uh, hey I really like you and he, he said hey come sit in so I sat in his hospitality area and I said I really like the car because at the time it was the first time we've seen these European prototypes come here and he's like go in there take pictures and I went in there and got all around and took pictures and you just you don't get that kind of access and, and you get that access with the Pinty series, mm-hmm. um, which is really nice too. And yeah, there, that, that whole thing where you said of this, this new love for local Canadian short track racing, I feel it too. And I, I and I'm, I'm just wondering if that's that it's been propelled out of the, the pandemic this it's been shot out because we haven't had it for two years. Yeah. I don't know, James, what, what's your kind of opinion on, on it, and you know, I'm going to throw that. That definitely, I've heard that before about IMSA from our buddy Mark Urban. Stephen Ellis did the same thing. They've talked glowingly mm-hmm. about IMSA and how amazing their paddock and, and and their hospitality and just in general how it is to deal with them is. The so for me, I've never been to an IMSA race before. So um, for something like that, for me, I'm, I'm excited to uh, try to look forward to experience something like that uh and within the next few weeks it's just less than almost uh a month that's about a month away for us so yeah uh, i went to i've been in an indy car race and uh the honda indy i've been a, a, to a couple of those and the paddock there is it is so cool going into the convention center <laughs> there and going through the paddock and, and that that was a, just such a unique experience there but nothing beats going to ctmp in my opinion for uh for that experience and 
uh, we even saw it uh, a couple of weeks ago there, just how loaded it was at one point. And even through that storm and whatnot, people came back and I, I could tell people were uh, so excited to be back and people were, they were very pumped up to see racing. Uh, I just walking around and yeah. taking pictures and whatnot. I could just hear from people. I could hear their conversations and them saying uh, how they're talking about uh, like, you know, what they love racing, all the drivers that they, they're picking for the race or, um, you know, maybe catching up a lot of people. And as I said earlier, it's kind of a communal or a tribe, you know, a lot of people, these people haven't seen each other in a couple of years and uh, they, you know, a lot of people got to catch up a couple of weeks ago. And that, that was, it, it was good. It was good to be back too. It was my first camping uh, trip ever. Um, and that happened to have been at CTMP and <laughs> um, the community there is just so fantastic. And yeah. I feel like, uh, and and I and I've seen that at Jucasa, and I um you know you you see that at other local tracks as well. You know I saw that Delaware last year, and there's I, you know there's just nothing like it. That uh, you know especially with the APC crowd there, there's just nothing like it. Um and, and getting getting in there with the families of these race teams and the drivers, and uh, seeing some of the other people like like us the media folk. Um, that quote-unquote media folk like Wallace and I uh, <laughs> that mm. go in there and, and we get to share our passion Thank for racing. Um, you know, I, I'm sure it happens a, a lot of places around the world, but there, there's got to be nothing like it, in, especially in Ontario here. It's a pretty war- rewarding feeling, uh, definitely. I mean, and as you said, James, the, the energy felt old school like 2019 and prior having the castrol victoria speed victoria day speed fest back on its right like the proper date the place was jumping at uh most of the time leading up to the chaos and everything that uh we all know how that went everybody got blown to us and whatnot but i mean that was uh a good testament right there to uh the the Canadian motorsport community as a family, how you, you kind of pick up. And I mean, sometimes you have to cut your losses and tuck and run. That was the case with uh, the production car series and, and the radicals had to bail and, and right. like uh, a lot of the families. And, and like you said too, Michael, it, like when we, like people have to come back the next day, but I mean, people just wanted it so bad that they like, yeah. go home, throw your crap in the garbage or whatever and do some laundry and come back the next day. And, uh, yeah. and, and as you guys were kind of alluded to there, we've got uh, a hell of a, a NASCAR Pinty series season on the way mm-hmm. already after just two events. And oh, what do you, yeah. uh, we'll start with you, Michael. Uh, what do you think sure. of the season so far and what's uh, maybe your biggest surprise out of the box? The season has actually just been really, it's been good in, and I know that seems like a simple statement to make, but it's the, the talent of the drivers have. Oh, cliffhanger. Or nice. We say, you know, on the, on the, on the TV broadcast, you'll hear, Oh, there's 20 drivers that can win here. There isn't, there's, 
I think there's already some top level contenders, but what I love mm-hmm. is just the depth of talent in the field. Uh, drivers who young and veteran um, plying mm-hmm. their trade. Well and, said. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, it, it's great to see the, I, the series is just underrated. I, I, I think I said it on our podcast. I said it to a couple of people at the track. It is really underrated. And I think it, it got showcased the most at CTMP at how underrated those drivers are. They started a race in changeable conditions. Road course racing is difficult in, in any, any way put it into a 3,500 pound stock car with tires that in my opinion are probably, you know, these should work in the wet. I don't think they're really wet weather, true, like developed hardcore wet weather tires. Although mm-hmm. I know Goodyear owns General Tire now, so I'm sure there's probably more develop in it, development in it. But to, sh- to, to see a driver like Brandon Watson finish in eighth, a yeah, driver but... who has zero. And you guys correct me if I'm wrong, because I know you know them really well. But as far as I know, has zero course experience. That was his very uh, to first. Be able to do that. Yeah, friggin' so, right, man. Trial by fire. Yeah, and so he was probably it's he's so been fun super to watch impressive. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 so true, Michael. You know, it's uh, I, I don't think that I thought he would be able to make it through the field. Obviously, there was a mm-hmm. it was a, a tough event, and and so you talked about Brandon Watson kind of surprising you at CTMP, CTMP Michael. But mm-hmm. before we get to 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 uh, to James. What was your surprise for the season so far? Uh, uh, that's, there's, I don't know. Uh, that sounds really um, like I'm copping out on that. Um, that <laughs> He's, not trait came back. Out. He's not welcome that, back, Ray. He's copping out. No, that Trayton, <laughs> no, that Trayton came out, Trayton came out and said, I think to the entire field, uh, it's it, this is my season. You know, you took it away from. I think you took a couple away from me last year, or you took one from away from me, and you know, I'm not backing down. So that's the biggest surprise that he was just so like out the gate, fastest in practice. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Brandon beat him at at to pole at sunset. Uh, I would say that that's because Brandon just has more short track experience. You know, Brandon ran down and ran down in the yeah. States, so, Southern United States. And he's got a, he's got a, a strong family lineage with his grand, his uncle Glenn, who's multiple champ track champion at the former Barry Speedway and Oscar mm-hmm. outlaw super late model. And his father who I get, got to watch go airborne, at uh, Barry Speedway, Tim um, was a pretty good driver uh, as well. Who ran the number nine at Barry Speedway as well? So that would the, I think the young guns. That there you go. The young guns are the most surprising thing this season so far. All right, nice. James. Now comes the loaded question for you about uh, what? Who do you? Who? What is the biggest surprise so far in the 2022 NASCAR Penny Series season? I'm always a fan of a new team in any sport. I, I always, you know, I, I go to them for 
you know, something new. And, it, it, and I know that there could be a chance that the team could have you know, some, uh, some hard, some, some hard times ahead of them, but you know what GM pie coming into 2022, fielding a, a new team with the two cars uh, they're uh, piloted with Andrew Ranger and Mark Antoine Cameron Mac, um, you know, uh, with Andrew in the 27 and, and Cameron in the number 96 together. They're a sweet little combination. I have to say um, seeing both of them uh, together and in, in uh, an organization like GM Pi, you know, I think it, it's a perfect, they're, they're in perfect company altogether. And before the season, it was interesting to see, you know, you would always talk, you'd always think, you know, which one is going to be the one that's going to get that first win um, between Mac and between Andrew. And, um, you know, it, 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 when I was going around at TTMP there, it was real awesome to see Andrew uh, finding his way up front and, and a real strong showing from, from that team from both rounds, round one and round two on the, um, the short track and, and on the road course. Andrew Ranger, though, you know, having his struggles at sunset, um, no doubt. And, and another notable, too, guys, is watching DJ Kennington race these last two races, just watching him just work, work and work. You know, we saw we saw those setbacks at sunset. Um, but we looking fit like, as it was so yeah, it was so right. cool seeing him and Trey race again, and and it is just it was so entertaining on the TSN broadcast, just watching them go around and around, and um, just that at the moment after the race that Wallace here was able to actually mm-hmm. was in a perfect time per- perfect place uh for the moment where um you know after trey was able to get his win and dj coming up to him and, and giving him some props giving you know having a little moment with him saying uh, hey you know <laughs> you got this and uh you know that's something that was a couple of just things right there for me and and we're we're early in the season yeah. You know, we're, yeah. we're only just a couple weeks away from Chaudière, uh, from the, the day that we're recording this. But we, we can still we can still get a pic, a little bit of a picture of what things are looking like. I know it's always early to look at the, the championship standings, but it's still interesting to look at it just to kind of give get a little bit of a, a rough idea of it. And I just want to you just got to give it to Kev. Uh, Kevin Lacroix, um, just for yeah. showing, wow. showing some presence sure. in those first yeah. two rounds. Mm-hmm. Well, the two of you guys, obviously, where you've both been represented, both been represented. Michael was at Sunset. James, you were mm-hmm. at CTMP. Both of those races finished under questionable finishes in terms of contact. And moves that are, and this is, we got called, we wouldn't say we got called up, but we got somebody that disagreed with our opinion on the Kevin Lacroix deal, mm-hmm. which is totally cool. They're allowed to, everybody's allowed, I think it was maybe Monty on uh, Twitter that had that, but uh, it was just totally cool. I mean, we want people to share their opinions, but yeah. I'm yeah, very sure. curious on, on both races, on both of your opinions, 
with a Rafael Lassard running Cameron up the track on the final restart before they made contact into one. And then Lacroix and Clute's contact on the final corner at CTMP. So Michael, I'm going to let you start this one off. James is going to have a minute to stew over this and think yeah. about what, what his answer is going to be. Michael, what about both of those race finishes? Um, I think that it is really hard to win and it is getting harder to win. It is getting harder to win across the board in every series that we're seeing in the world. And it's just because everybody is, we're just getting better. Everybody's getting better. We're better athletes in every sport. And it's, that's just the way it is. And, um, this not giving an inch and just going for the the win it's inevitable and it's okay i mean that's nascar remember the famous thing uh, you know boys have at it so mm-hmm. it and and this what what i'm going to tee that up with or set that with and this is not a, a slight against anybody but that stuff will always keep happening unless NASCAR steps in to stop it. And I'm not saying they need to or anything like that, but I'm just saying that those moves will continue to happen. It could have easily have been Lassard. Uh, well, he wasn't there, but it could have easily have been, you know, Cameron doing that to, mm-hmm. to Clute. It could have been, I don't think Gary would have done that to somebody else, but you know, some guys are more okay with, with doing it. You know, Kevin's sponsors pay Kevin to win. Um, and, 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 and the moves that happened at sunset, you know, that was Cameron getting into Lassard there, you know, GM Pae pays Cameron to win races, not come second. Nobody cares about second, second sucks. Um, and these guys want to win and I'm okay with it. Yeah. That's what this series It'll- is kind of founded. I mean, there's a code and like you, you guys have both, like you've touched on, the situation will sort of police itself. You you can't yeah, do the crime if you don't do the time. I mean, that's going to be in Gary Clute's memory bank for maybe another time yep. down the road. It's pretty odds on that Gary's going to run the whole season. So he has all kinds of time to plan out his revenge and everything. And it's like I said, 100%. like the, the stories that have come out of the first two races this season are amazing storylines and it's what makes us want to tune in for the next one and the next one. And I can't wait to see if, if in the next 11 races, Gary exacts his revenge when it suits him best. That's may not be that's the, what the smiling whole assassin of, anymore. Yeah. Might just be the assassin. whole model of the NASCAR playoffs there you go. Cup series is, is exacting it, whether they wanted it to or not, by and large, it's kind of exacting revenge when it suits you the most and kind of yep. hooping the other guy when it doesn't suit him the most. So, I mean, exactly. it's, uh, if, if I can say that, that's the best term I could think of off the cuff, but yeah. I mean, it's, it it's exciting stuff and I can't agree with you guys more. It's cool seeing a team come out of the box and, and be competitive and, and how cool yep. is it seeing Ranger? As I said, like DJ's a buddy. It was always cool having a, a, a wheel man, a race winner, a champion like Andrew Ranger 
uh, in, in the DJK fold, but I mean, Ranger is a, a champion and a wheelman in his own, right? Yep. It's good to see him with a solid ride with solid funding behind him and see him back in his number 27, right? Yeah, for sure. So that's a general. <laughs> yeah. We'll go back to James on this one about what your thoughts were for these yeah. first two races. I'm going to add another a question on top of that. I mean, you're gonna remember all this. You gotta be uh, on the ball here, James, because uh, kind of <laughs> because great to add another point about Andrew Ranger and the championship um, that we talked about. He's 17th in the point standings out of 19 full time guys. Is he out of it? So I'm gonna add that uh, to your list of stuff. Nice layer. Th- this th- we talked about how competitive this series is, and I don't <laughs> know if two races in, if you're 17th. He's going to have to rattle off at least three wins, I think, to move up there. Right. Yeah. And for for Andrew Ranger, I'm sure he's got that in his mind at some at somewhere there. But I'm sure he's not worried about it because he's got at least two wins in him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. There's a couple of tracks that he's still uh, able to excel at. He's still able to. You know, I mean, we, we do, unfortunately, I wish we had more races in the Pinty season, but yeah. uh, we do only have a few. So, I mean, he doesn't, he doesn't have time to, to dilly-dally. You know, he's got to get on it. I think he's got to get on at Chaudière and or, you know, also a, a track like Icar. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's, there's going to be places, especially when, when we, they go out east to, to Newfoundland, you know, they're, what are they going to figure out there? You know, maybe that, that's an up-in-the-air thing. And I think mm-hmm. he could be a, a contender there. We've uh, we've seen Andrew excel at the the short tracks, but I, I I'm confident to say you know he's probably got nothing to worry about. He he's got a lot of work to do to get up there. You know you're right. He's got to get at least three wins to to make something happen to find himself up there in the contention. Uh, you know it's gonna be fun to watch. It's gonna be so fun. <laughs> yeah. I'm so excited to watch. Yeah, it is. Um, but so going back to the, 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 the first the round in the first, uh, the finish in the first round and the finish in the second round, you see, I, I, you got, you got me on my wires crossed cam. This is, this is <laughs> yeah. Intense questions right here on SNS guys. They're <laughs> here. Um, you know, so looking back to that first race, you know, when you're in an overtime situation, you know, Rat, you know, <laughs> opening season, all these drivers are, are making to look, looking to make a, a moment for themselves to, to get up there. Um, and, and, you know, that, that's what was exactly what we saw there. And, you know, um, you got to give it to, I always love when, when I'm in iRacing or whenever I'm watching a race and, and my driver is in third place, I love the catbird seat and, you know, for Trey to sneak by there in that finish, you know, that's just a product of, of hard racing there. And, and, um, you know, it, it was a bit of controversial finish there at, at that first round. Um, but f- uh, from a fan's perspective, uh, you know, what more could you ask for? We're, we're standing, we're, and I'm standing on my feet, you know, uh, you know, hands in, hands in the air. Um, mm-hmm. you, you can't ask for anything, anything more than that uh, from a fan's perspective. Um, and, and same thing at CTMP as well. 
with uh, the finish of round two there. Um, now, now I, I was able to have a, an actual direct view of that. And I also was able to go on the track and that video will be up at some point on the, the wide world of motorsports social media. Uh, I went on the track and I pretended to be like a, a collision investigator. Uh, you know, you could, you could, you could see, you know, where, where it all happened. And, uh, you know, and, and I, it was interesting. Some of us in the media center were going over, we're looking over that replay uh, after the press conference and we're just kind of deciphering it. And some of us uh, iRacers that w- we think we know uh, what's going on. Because um, <laughs> we're pros. Uh, you know, and it looked a lot like, you know, two guys that were uh, just saying, F you, I'm, you know, I'm, t- I'm taking this win. And the other guy's saying, no, I'm taking this win. Uh, it didn't look, you know, I didn't see anything in my opinion, I, I didn't see anything bad. I, uh, Gary was taking his, he had, he was taking the space there and that's a part of the track where it's hard, you know, once you get a situation where you can make yourself go too wide or, or you, you can pass, you're going to take that. And Kevin made the, a very valid point in the, the press conference there. And in our interview with him, he made a very valid point there where you're going to take that opportunity. Um, and, and, Kevin had the, he had the line and, and he saw a line and Gary saw a line and you saw two guys that are going for a win. And, uh, you know, these, these guys, especially Gary, you know, it, you hate to see it for both of those guys. If yeah. they ended up going in the wall and to be honest with you, you know, it would, I it would still feel bad if Kevin was the guy that got the, the shorter end of the stick. There were two, mm-hmm competitors two athletes that were going through the win and as we know sometimes in sports someone's going to get the short end of the stick and that's what we saw there i think i think we're both in i think we're all in a kind of agreement here for that because uh, you know obviously there's people that and there was a lot of them that just said oh that's a completely dirty move but again you look at it and I, there's a difference between what we saw um from uh, Dylan and, and Chase Elliott at that corner from what we've seen from uh, Todd and, and Noah Gregson in that corner. I don't feel from that move, if you wa- I watched it back a couple of times and I still don't feel that Lacroix had tried to rack him. I don't think it came across that way. It doesn't to me no, come off as malicious so. because we've seen right. Kevin do this before. He was able to bump Tagliani on the final corner. Didn't rack him. Yeah. But bumped him. Mm-hmm. And I think right. there's a very, very clear difference between completely running somebody over like what we saw with Logano and Byron yeah. at Garlington. We didn't <laughs> even attempt to pass him. Well, you yeah, saw right. in this pass, Lacroix tried to, and Gary blocked him. So he's going to keep, yeah. he's going to do whatever he can. Um, do I think, now I'm curious if you guys think if Gary is in the championship hunt, which right now he is, he's fourth in points. Mm-hmm. Does he pay back Lacroix? Oh, hmm. you know, payback you is a first. big word. Payback. Yeah, so we'll, is a we'll word. go with uh, we'll go with the James first. Yeah, uh, you know the the thing the thing about that is, and it'd be interesting to see Gary's point of view from that uh i'm sh- you know keep an eye on his podcast mm-hmm. <laughs> gary <Clute> podcast <laughs> um keep an eye out for that 
you know, uh, but then again, you know, with, with he, he, putting your car in jeopardy for something like that, I'm sure Gary is the kind of guy that would, would go, no, not worth it. I'll find another way to, and I know, I know Gary would, would, would tell you, he'd, he'd, he'll beat him on the track and, and he'd much rather that. And even though I'm sure he would tell you something else too about that, what, what happened, but at the end of the day, I, I bet that um, we're, we're going to probably anticipate that something's going to happen between them. But all, all in all, you know, will, will we see Gary and Lacroix maybe have a tussle at the Honda Indy in July? Ooh. Uh, you know, something like that. Ooh. Right? And. Ooh. And the thing, the thing about that, and I'll go back to what I said at the beginning, we'll, we'll go to Wallace here, and, you know, payback's a big word, though. Um, mm-hmm. And honestly, in that situation where Lacroix, you know, where was he going to turn in, in that, that finish, going back to the finish? He, he had nowhere to go but to turn. So yeah. I, I wonder if there, is, if there even is an issue there. It's a good point. Um. I think that Gary will not go out of his way to pay it back, but if it's convenient for him, he'll do it. So if he finds that Kevin is in front of him and, you know, he's not going to bump him when he's got another 125 laps to go in the race, he's going to do it when there's five laps to go in the race. And he's probably going to wait till I think you're go- you'll see it at Delaware. That's where you see Gary give him a little payback, probably. Um, and just, just to kind of one little thing I was thinking of when you were when you were talking about how people were upset with Kevin and everything like that. People might not like this, but that's because people don't. I and this is mean to say. I don't think people like Kevin, so they think that move was dirty. If that was, if that was LP, if that was Tag, if that was Gary. If that was, uh, you know, somebody else other than Kevin, it would have been an okay move. It was a bad move to people because it was Kevin. And that's, that's a not great fair. Point. Yeah, that's you a said it, Michael. Yeah, I was going to say, is point. it fair to say that Kevin Lacroix, whether he likes it or not, or most or other people like it or not, is he Canada's Kyle Bush? I kind of think he is. Exactly. I feel like point. he's way too nice. I don't think he's as uh, that's true. Kyle Bush, but sorry, like, I shouldn't you say talk that about word. Like God-given <laughs> talent for a wheelman, like Kevin. And as you said, if if he wanted to send Gary, he he had every opportunity to yeah. lay it to him hard. Yeah. He just he Kevin is a very cerebral driver. Like whether people his haters want to give him credit for it or not, you don't get as many wins as he had as fast as he's gotten them Mm -hmm. by being a hack. I mean, this guy is a natural born talented wheel man. And as you said, it's just a track. Yeah. You ask Gary, Gary's going to say he was running his line. Kevin's going to say he was running his line. It just happened. Those two lines intersected at a time at the race that it really wasn't super convenient (laughs) for Gary to have it happen to him. (laughs) (laughs) We've we've all had, we've had the interactions with Kevin and, I said, we talked about it all the time. We talked about it on the podcast that was actually released today talking about CTMP and Kevin doesn't match his on track persona. When you actually talk with him, 
He's very right. shy. He's very humble. He's actually downright hilarious. And yeah. it's it's funny because he doesn't fit that. Whereas we say kind of Kyle Bush has always kind of had that he's kind of a dick. So yeah, he acts like it. You know what it, you know, you know what he's you know what Kevin's like. Kevin's got that Joey Logano effect. There, there right? you go. Yeah, he's, right? uh, he's, he, he's, he's got great the smile. To talk to. He's funny, he's he knows what he's talking about. You can respect him. He's uh you know, Joey's a champ. I know Kevin's not, but in in the Pinty series, but but behind the wheel with the helmet on, it's it's all about mm-hmm. you know, uh bumper to bumper and what mm-hmm. what they want. We have one thing that we're going to go over before we wrap it up here, Graydon. Sure. We, we were able to do predictions on our last show for Chaudier. And then a, uh, I, we didn't do championship predictions, but because you are here, we have to ask you guys your predictions for Chaudier. Because actually this podcast is going to release Tuesday before Chaudier. So it's actually a perfect time um, to talk about it. Right now, we're looking at potentially the biggest field that we've seen at Chaudier in quite a while. Um, You're looking at potentially 23, um, at the very most, 24 cars at Chaudier. And we know it's small enough for 18. Mm -hmm. Um, You add a couple more on there, it's going to get really cool. Quarter mile. Yeah, it's going to be – I love this track, though, so much. Yes. I really love it. So, um, uh, James, who is winning at Chaudier? Well, you can you can always go to the classic. You go back to those last races um, in previous years. You could always, as Larry Mack would would go into his race trends, he would pull up his his little notebook in his little pen, and you go back through it. You look you look at some of those drivers though. Uh, in the past couple of years, um, we look back in 2019 with the win from Raff there, and um, you, you know with him his performance in round one it looks like he's gonna be a force to be reckoned with at those short tracks in the 2022 season and um and and i think if i want to just pick one guy it, it'll be uh, Raphael lassard okay uh it's funny uh graden because uh somebody else picked Raphael lassard do you remember who that was uh, not offhand. I'm sorry. No, eh? <laughs> um, maybe a real smart uh, guy. Okay, maybe uh, <laughs> a real smart guy that. picked that. Yeah, um, yeah. Real smart guy picked that. But uh, James, um, who's a sleeper pick for Chaudier? Well, if you uh, have, let's let's look into some of the stable in 22 racing. You know, tag. He, talk about a force to be reckoned with. I mean, you, you can always go look back at a vet. I mean, he's he's a top five guy at a track, uh, like that. And um, I would I would say, especially if you want some momentum, if tag wants some momentum to to make something happen in the twenty twenty two season, now is the time. And I said the same thing for Ranger too. Uh, now is the time for a GM pie and 22 racing to, to make something happen here early on in the season. Well, I, it's, it's anybody's guess. It's early in the season. We have, uh, like you said, the, the GM pie team is, 
is super hungry and definitely chomping at the bit to come out and show what they're made of. Uh, Scott Stackley and his team, you know, damn well, they're, they're not going to rest on laurels. Uh, they're always trying to improve on, uh, especially their, their oval program hasn't been up to their standards in the last couple of seasons. So they're, uh, they're looking to get back on their game. So I mean, there's a ton of hungry drivers and, and Chaudier, I mean, it's just such a, like I said, it's, it's French for boiler. I mean, it's, it's going to be hot and crazy and, and the better part of two dozen cars on that quarter mile track is going to be uh, eye candy right. <laughs> for yeah. the fans. I just don't know how many finish. Like, yeah, that's a we thing. Saw, we saw how bad the traffic was at CTMP and how bad the traffic was at Sunset. This is smaller. Yeah, this you're smaller. never not going to be in traffic. Right. Do we have an entry list, uh, an official entry list? for? Not official. Not official yet. That's supposed Orally. to be on Monday. Right. So um, what we have right now is is just what I've, what I've come up with with our 19 full-timers, Simone Dion Vienne. Uh, Matthew Kingsbury and Donald Teague. Right. So some so, of those, some, some of the other, those ones too, might be uh, some, some guys to watch uh, just to race for fun. Um, you know, it's always, it's always good just watching these guys race hard on these different tracks, especially when you go from a short track to a real course to a short track. And you have all this time in between these races. And, you know, I'm sure these guys aren't just sitting around sleeping, but um, you know, it's, it's going to be fun seeing these guys get back into that. This is something Cam and I have talked about too, James, is, uh, uh, is EHR and, uh, and Brett Taylor, that flagship three car, which is normally a, a, a huge factor on the road courses or road courses on the bull rings. Um, Hathaway knocked it out on the road course, of course, but um, seeing Brett Taylor get a good run in after uh, a pretty slow start uh, is definitely what, uh, what Jason and Jamie and Ed and everybody at, uh, and Brett himself too at EHR want to see. Yeah. I, I, we, we've talked, we, we can talk about this for, for ages really about like the amount of, of different people who can win, but Michael, I'm going to ask you, um, we, we got, yes, sir. we got two Lassards so far. What was your pick grade? And I can't remember who did you pick for, for a Chaudier? Oh, uh, I, I think you said don't... you may have said Ranger. I I can't remember. That does um, sound like something I would say. It does sound like something <laughs> you would say. Uh, but let's go with Ranger. <laughs> oh, you know, it's two very smart guys who gone with the sorry. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, Michael, who do you have as as a winner and then a sleeper pick for Chaudier? Tag coming out he's got to make up for lost time Ooh. uh you know ctmp was unlucky for him although he did bounce back with the seventh um a tag for sure and then a sleeper i think gary is gonna come out and show that ctmp wasn't a fluke oh. nice because we we talked about this earlier Graydon. was that right now actually I talked about it on the on the uh NASCAR Penny Series Power, which you can catch on GeForce TV Mondays at 7. Um, shameless plug, Mick Foley. Yeah, um, good. Do it. <laughs> um, have, a nice but, <laughs> have a nice day. Um, but uh, <laughs> it's funny because I didn't... I, RGC Sports 
I think has three of the top five in points right now. RGC drivers, if I'm not mistaken. Trayton. Uh, yeah. Brandon. And yeah. Uh, who's the last one? Uh, Alex. Is an Alex? No. How many of this no. Is, who am I thinking of? Oh, uh, uh, and Gary. Duh. Yeah, sorry. Three of the top five. Yeah. And I'm like, I this, like, we RGC Sports wasn't something that I was expecting that was going to blow up overnight. But wow, to start the season, three of their guys all in the championship hunt. Um, I picked a sleeper as Brandon Watson, which is not really a sleeper. <laughs> I think he's going to be really good on the short tracks all season. But I'm going to pose this question to both of you guys. Is his lack of road course and street course um, experience, is that going to hurt his championship hopes? Or is he good enough that he can win without performing very well on the road courses? We'll start with Michael. Um, I think road courses are have always been a staple in the Pinty series long before. I know we've always had you've seen road courses in in NASCAR, but uh, you know we're talking. We have road courses, we have street courses. I mean, NASCAR doesn't uh, NASCAR Cup Series doesn't have street courses. I mean, they don't even in the top three. None of them race on a street course. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah. Uh, yes, because they are just a prevalent part of this championship. And with 12 races and one, two, three, what, four road courses, mm -hmm. uh, you yep. know, a third, 33% <laughs> of the races you need to do well in. I mean, I think you can get by with, 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 I think you can have one, maybe two bad weeks in this series. It Tops. really depends on, yeah, it really depends on how your top contenders do, right? If they're not having bad days, then you're just SOL. <laughs> yeah, big time, yeah. James? Well, if you got to go with Brandon Watson, um, you got to go with him. The, uh, you know, we saw him do well at, you know, I shot in the dark, we saw him do well at CTMP, and, uh, where, where are we going to be going next uh, for a road course? So we're going to be going to Toronto, Toronto. So um, for, and it, so put it, put off him, put him off to the side as a, a sleeper for Toronto. Maybe wouldn't that be crazy? Eh? You know, this guy with little oh. to no course experience is able to pull off something like that. Um, I always, you know what? I always love seeing guys like TJ Reno model race around, um, you know, Mark Dilly, um, you know these guys are fun to watch. Mm -hmm. But if if RGC RGC Sports, um, you know, for the drivers that they got, and for what for the twenty twenty two season, um, if, if I were to pick just anyone out of that team, though, just love watching Brandon Watson. We saw a lot of him too in the APC season, yeah. uh, especially <clears throat> recently too, and um, all, all around too. He he knows his way around a short track, and I'm sure he'll have no issues figuring out his way around a road course. We're gonna wrap things up here with the the loaded question of all questions, and Grade and I haven't had you answer this either yet. So, boys, 
It is prediction time, and we'll have to revisit this and get you guys back on at the end of the season. I think that's uh, something we definitely uh, definitely have That'd you guys great. in That'd for. Fantastic. Love that. And uh, we can celebrate whoever picked the right. But uh, who is winning? I know Graydon's prepping for it right now. Who's winning the 2022 (laughs) (laughs) NASCAR Pinty Series championship? I will go first. I mean, let our guests go first is what I meant to say. I will go first to spare spare everybody because I have no luck when it comes to race picks, as Graydon well knows. Mm. I'm very good at picking who crashes out early in races. But after I'm not really good at picking winners, although I should just follow what what your kids do, because they seem to pick all the time. Yeah, my kids are sharks, man. And Jess, actually, for that matter, she always goes with him. Yeah, I know. That seems to work out. I taught them like everything I know. And look where I am. I'm I'm actually going to go. I'm not going to go out on a complete limb here. I I wish I could say that I think Kevin Lacroix is going to win the title this year. I really wish I could say that. But I can't um, because ultimately I don't think it's going to happen. I, I, I'm I, it, That sucks, but um, I've got a really good feeling about that, uh, that kid in that number 20 car. And we talked about it before. You mentioned it earlier, James, as well. Like what he and Michael, what you guys both said about him. And you, sometimes you got to be lucky. He was lucky a lot last year, but he had a lot of bad luck as well. And he could have won at least half the races last year. Mm-hmm. So if he goes on a tear this season, I think it's it's his, it's his to lose. I think it's his to lose, really. At, with with how young he is, um, and if he can do what he did a lot last year, which is win poles and start up front, you don't even have to worry about the rest of the field because you're lapping them, right? Um, so that's my pick. Graydon Bun, you said you wanted to go last. Are you still wanting to go last? Um, <laughs> I can go now if you want me to. I should have said I should have made a stipulation that you can't pick somebody that already has been taken, like the the door bumper. Yeah, guy. no, that's fine. Like, yes, I, I like that. You can't I do that. You can't pick the same guy. Okay, yeah. So Trey no, is taken. I like that too. I, I, you did mention him, and I think like for the reasons Kevin's been to the dance before, he's. He's lost the championship. He knows how to win. I got to say, Ed, Kevin could put it together. I think he can do it this year. If, if it's not this year, if, if I'm wrong, which is not exactly a, a huge surprise, but if I am wrong, I mean, I still say Lacroix got a, a NASCAR Pinty Series championship in him. If not this year, then another year. Okie doke. James. We're going to have to go with the Mac attack. Mark oh. Antoine Cameron. You know, just, just imagine you, know, you got a fresh, new, uh, squeaky new team, and, and you mm-hmm. just, you're out there and you want to you wanna kind of make a statement for yourself, you know, with a driver like himself who, you know, he's had, a, he's had some struggles here and there over the last few years. Yep. Um, we're 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 talking about a driver that he's. I, I you know I, it's fair to say he's put in his time now. Um, mm-hmm. You know he ran full time um, the last few seasons, with the exception of 2016. 
And I, I think you, you, he's put himself on the map. He's, he's led lots of laps. He's, he shows that he's good at tracks. Yes, he's a little short on wins. Um, but I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm sure that this is his moment to come out. And uh, with, with that, we, we've seen it. He has it in the team, in the car, in, in his equipment. And we, we've seen it. I know it's early in the 2022 season. Uh, but we can easily say that uh, he's already a force. To, he's already someone to be considered as uh, up there in that uh, championship run. So definitely Mac attack. So we've got the big Mac. We've got Trayton and we've got Kevin Lacroix, Michael Wallace. You're going to wrap up our championship picks. Who are you taking to win the 2022 NASCAR Pinty series title? That's a lot of pressure, and you guys have all picked <laughs> every single <good>. one, <laughs> every single championship. No, um, you have all picked good, but I have picked wise, and oh. I have picked Alex Tagliani. Because really, yeah, uh, how can you? He, you know what? He's sitting third in the championship. Um, you know, he's eight points out. That doesn't mean a whole lot. Uh, he's going on a tear. I told you he's winning Chaudière and he's going right to the championship. He's going to be in Bristol next year, getting the winner's trophy. Um, Alex Tagliani. Well, I didn't even consider that he is pretty good in Toronto and we are going back yeah. this year. So that's right. Uh, are we all going to have a little bit of, um, we're going to have a little bit of a meetup in Toronto boys. Uh, well, no. well, only one of us will be there, but yeah. uh, we, we got, uh, I, I will be there and uh, we'll have uh, we'll have some some uh, experiences at the racetrack for sure in Toronto. It's a little far for 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 Graydon to get down there. Plus, I mean he's a he's a busy man. This Graydon Bun here. Don't know if you're aware, everybody, but uh, Mr. Graydon Bun is not just a podcast host. No, no, he is a race car driver this season. So he's he's a little busy on that That's side. So cool. So, yeah, that is really cool, man. Good for you. That's awesome. Thanks. Give her a whirl and see what happens. We, uh, <laughs> yeah, we would be remiss be... if we did not give you guys an opportunity to talk about where we can find the wide world of motorsports on social media. Get your guys some new followers and new listeners. Obviously, I, I always love your conversations. You guys have such a chill conversation, <laughs> which I really like. It's so laid back, which I find we're really frantic and loud, but you guys are nice and just kind of chill when you talk about See, stuff. Yeah, <laughs> we have our frantic and loud moments outside of when we roll the tapes. So yeah, we keep the uh, the good stuff, uh, the the PG stuff up on the, the screen. <laughs> so real, real cool stuff actually. And this was that we just as of recent we're on the FM dial in Saint John, New Brunswick. On 107.3 cool. local FM. So people out there, uh, you can check us out there. We're monthly. So that's every Saturday at 1 p.m. in St. John. Um, monthly on Friday mornings on 102.7 Radio Waterloo. That's also on Rogers Digital Cable Channel 946 in Southern Ontario. Um, uh, we're on the Performance Motorsports Network app. You can just open up your device app store. Just look that up. Um and on social media, mainly the the, the Facebooks. Uh, Wallace is he, he figured out the Instagram, so we're on Instagram, right. and we're both figuring out Twitter, so we're on there as well. At, <laughs> at the WWOMS, 
And um, also on our website, uh, which we have a big announcement coming up on our next yeah. episode. We're going to be able it, we're going to be able to shorten our uh, our website URL because there's some good news coming up. And there's a reason why. So we'll we'll leave that for uh, for next week when you guys when you guys listen to our podcast. We need a new uh, running uh, gag now. Yeah, on the website, the Wide World of Motorsports Podcast.wordpress.com, which is an unnecessarily long URL. But we'll get Thank, you. Thank you for admitting it. Thank you for finally admitting it. I never denied it. Um, but yeah, so we're there. Our, all our podcasts are there. Our esports team stuff is there. We, we do a lot of iRacing, which we're about to do a, a stream here as well, actually, in, in the next few minutes. So um, yeah, we're, we're looking forward to. Uh, our next episode, a big announcement on the Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, all, all of the major streaming platforms uh, next week. So very, very excited for our announcement uh, and uh, ho- hoping you guys will uh, hopefully come down for a special event we're hoping to put together in the summer. But more those, those details will be uh, um, provided next week. Cool, boys. Sure, yeah. It's awesome to have this motorsports landscape that we have the i mean the 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 extracurricular coverage i guess you'd say outside of of Mm -hmm. tsn and everything and having all of us kind of rise up and and doing Mm -hmm. our thing and and having it available for the masses to 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 come in and and check it out and and get real honest to god testimonials of how much we love the racing i think that's a great sales tactic if they want to sell racing yeah. there's no better salespeople than the people that take them in so i mean exactly we'll all just keep pulling the rope in the same direction so you boys keep doing what you're doing and and thanks a lot yeah, yeah thank you to you know, guys yeah thanks again and you know i always see it as we're we're, we're fighting for the we're on the same side, you know, same and team. Yep, we're, same team. we're all in different platoons and it's, we'll see each other. Uh, we're sometimes we'll see each other in the, we'll see each other zone. on the beach. Yeah, you, exactly. bet. We'll, you know, <laughs> and, and, you know, we'll catch up and, you know, it's fun. It's always fun doing that too. And, and, you know, it's, it's like, we're uh, our own little, our own little cult or community. We're, we're, we're tight knit. And uh, especially the last few years, seeing the motorsports scene, um, with the podcast scene as well in particular um, seeing it at the track and it's always great seeing more and more podcasts and more and more people covering the sport uh, absolutely keep absolutely. fighting the good fight boys exactly yeah. boys you too guys <laughs> thank on. you good luck this season Graydon thank you very much fellas yeah thanks we want to thank, we want to thank the boys from the wide world of motorsports for joining us on the Stickers and Stuffs podcast, we'll catch you all next week.